I always like to ask the successful person, which is you, what they saw themselves as when they were younger. So what a young Mike, did he see himself as an NFL player? Like, did you want that when you were young? Not NFL, but I definitely wanted to be a pro athlete. You know, I wanted to play basketball, play in the NBA. Uh, Dwayne Wade's my favorite athlete uh, growing up. So I always wanted to play basketball. Okay, so as you so you basically grew up a two sport athlete, and you felt like you probably gravitated yeah. more towards basketball. Well, what age when you were like junior high? Was it high school? What age did you become like that standout? Probably when I got to high school. You know, I knew I was good. Um, you know, when I was younger, but it was, I had a lot to learn, and then my body, you know, grew, and uh, you know, I got I got some size on me, and then uh, how how far how big did you grow? What kind of growth spurt did you hit? My freshman year, I was always like kind of one of the top guy, top, top, um, the tallest in the class. I mean, and, um, uh-huh. when I got to high school is when I grew to the tallest. So when I was a freshman, I was six foot. And then sophomore year, I was six, four. Oh my God. And then I grew one more inch after that. And then. So you got, you had to have been a little bit awkward growing into your body at that point, but people just started to recognize like, okay, this kid is athletic and you were killing yeah. it at that time, basketball and football in high school. I was I played football ninth grade, but I stopped playing. Uh, I just focused on basketball, and then I picked up football my senior year again. Um, so, so uh, that got you a scholar. You went to Texas A and M, right? Correct. And so you you played football basically two years and went to Texas A and M. I played middle school and little league, but I didn't play tenth and eleventh grade. I played one year on varsity. Yeah, I played one year of varsity football. And, um, you know, decided to play football at the next level. What? Okay, so what was that like? Just, you know, because I came from West Virginia, and so I'm small town, small city, and then I go to UConn, which is like the mega of women's basketball. What was that like going from high school, that jump high school, to now you're at Texas A&M? Johnny Football was there with you Mm -hmm. during your time. What is that like? Oh, it was amazing. Uh my college years, I had some of the funnest years of my life. I'm sure you can attest to that. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you have, three national championships? Well, I have two in the WNBA, two. one in college. Yeah, one? Yeah. Okay, nice. They yeah, almost win so... every year. I'm a, I'm a huge UConn fan. What? I Diana Taurasi is my favorite. Diana Taurasi is my favorite of all time. Shouts to the OG Goatee. She's yeah. actually going to be in Space Jam. Shouts to the GOAT. But what yeah. was it like on campus? Texas A&M. Now you're playing there. You know, y'all have a good program. As I talked about, Johnny mm-hmm. Football came. He's the quarterback. Like, what was it like being on the national stage now? Like I said, it was great. Um, I learned a lot. I registered my first year. Uh, you know, sat behind some really good receivers. You know, had some good coaches there. And, uh, you know, everything just started to pan out for me. You know, uh, my body started getting stronger. I started understanding the game more, able to read coverages, uh, being more physical, got, got faster, and, uh, you know, just took off. And it was, it was a fun time. I love that. And uh, so I don't know if you know, but uh, I have this one because it's the beast and I, it's an FCF league. Johnny football is playing in the FCF league now. Have you heard about the league? Have you seen it? Yeah, I, I like the uh, the two point conversion is a one on one. I like that. I like that. That's a cool the idea. One on one. Yeah. And so like just speaking of that, so you 
you had an unbelievable season. I think every time I turned around, you were breaking another record and another record. And so what was it like before the championship when it was like, oh, okay, Tom Brady's coming to our team before the season? Like, what was your initial reaction? Like, did everybody kind of know, like, oh, it's on, like, we're about to be that good now? Yeah, it felt very surreal. Um, you know, Tom Brady, you never think he's going to leave New England in the first place. No. But then he ends up in Tampa Bay. You know, we haven't made the playoffs in, it was like 12 or 13 years or something like that. Right. If I'm not mistaken. And he yeah. just changed the franchise around. It was, it was what, unbelievable. And like, was it an instant culture thing? Because a lot of people have a question, like, you know, because it's really bizarre. Like, it's not normal, I should say, for an athlete to be amazing in one team and then go to a whole new different program. Like, what is it? Like, did you feel the effect, the Tom Brady effect in practice? Like, because you were there the year before and then the year when he came. So like, did it feel like you guys were like championship or Super Bowl or bust? Like, what was the team mood, I would say? Everything that he brought, it was very infectious. Uh, him and Gronkowski as well, uh, two really big key free agents for us. And they, they brought that winning pedigree and that winning mindset. And uh, we just, you know, we fed off that. You know, we were hungry. We wanted to accomplish what they had done before. So uh, it was it was a, a great mix. And uh, hopefully we can do it again next year. Fact. Um, I'm wishing for you. So you were breaking records. I think you what? Let me make sure I read this. The only player to ever start their career with seven straight 1,000 yard receiving. Like, I'm telling you, you had a lot of accolades. Have you even had a chance to kind of just take in winning the Super Bowl, take in the amazing season you had? Like, have you taken that in yet? Uh, the the record it, it had, um, you know, I've been I've been working on that for a little while, but the Super Bowl uh, is a little newer. Uh, you know, I've never even been to the playoffs until this season. And, uh, you know, we win four straight games and win it all on our home turf, uh, which was amazing uh, to be the first team to ever do that. Uh, it hasn't really sunk in yet. No, but I know one thing. I, I, I want to win another one. You know, I like yes, this feeling, sir. but it doesn't. It, it's amazing, but I can't even like put it into words. Like it hasn't even sunk in yet. Well, so you talked about. It. I'm glad you brought that up because, like, I every championship I've won a championship in my city, and so in 2015 we won in Minnesota, and then Prince right. invited us to Paisley Park. What is it like in Tampa after you guys win it? Like, is the streets crazy? What was that moment like? Did you even get to see the streets or? I know y'all had a boat party, which I'm going to ask about next, but, like, yeah. what was the city like? I mean, after it was it was a crazy night in Tampa. <laughs> crazy night. Um, I got on my party bus with my family, and we went straight uh, to the house, uh, freshened up, and then went out. Uh, I had a little private um, you know, family party, nice. but it was, it was a great night. And then the, the boat parade. I Tell me about that. the boat parade. Who has a boat parade? First of all, like, who has a, it was genius, honestly, in the times of COVID and a pandemic. It was, it was actually genius because I remember when the Lakers won in the bubble, they were pretty upset that they couldn't have like a celebration moment. But you guys yeah. figure out a way. What is a boat championship parade like? I've never had a normal parade championship parade but yeah. i feel like all championship parades should be a boat parade because <laughs> i was not i was not expecting that i was not expecting like, the whole what? the whole city of tampa was out there renee That's crazy. it was crazy I, I thought it was gonna be just a few people we we're gonna ride around uh a little bit on the boats we rode long and it so many people people in a boat on jet skis big boats it was crazy 
Tom throwing the trophy. Now tell me about because we all <laughs> saw Tom throw the trophy. Like, what in the world? Like, is that normal? Because I think a lot of people were surprised to see Tom having fun. Yeah. You know, because they see <laughs> athletes as these like stern. You know what I mean, robots. Yeah. But like, is that norm? Like, does he chop it up and have fun like that, or is it only fun at the end for him? Well, he doesn't. He doesn't party and drink or anything like that. But he's a very oh. down to earth guy, and he's he's a cool guy with everybody. Um. But that boat parade, everybody was was turned up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> as you should be. If you win a championship, you have a right to be turned up. How long were y'all on the boat? I'm just curious. Like, how long did it was the about last? maybe two and a half to three hours, probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so we've talked about the championship, but I want to actually bring up another quarterback because you said they actually had a clip of you in the game. You were like, he's a magician with the ball. And I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Can you just talk about how? Football is changing, and I'll, and and people that understand football will understand. It's not your typical have to stand in the pocket. We saw Michael Vick had that first big shift of the mobile quarterback. Yep. Where did Patrick Mahomes take that, like to the to the next level in a sense, the new age quarterback? Well, he's the total package, though. So he's tough. You know, the background style has been around a while. Um, NFL teams, you see it more in college and high school, but. It's rare for an NFL team to have, you know, a guy that can, you know, make plays outside the pocket, inside the pocket, just exactly. backpedal, throws off the back foot. He can yeah. run it. Uh, ball placement is crazy good. Arm strength is crazy good. Durability. Uh, he has the mind. He's one of a kind. Pat Mahomes is really one of a kind. Really cool guy as well. But that style of quarterback is so hard to defend because you got, you got to defend three things. Throw on the run, throw in the pocket, and he yeah. can run it himself. So. Those quarterbacks are always hard to defend. I love that. And, you know, something about Patrick Mahomes and you that have in common is y'all are both very willing to give back. I mean, you have the Mike Evans Family Foundation. You you donated 100K in COVID relief and then donated to social causes. Why do you feel that's important to do that? Well, I've been been blessed throughout my life uh, to have great people uh, around to, to show me the way. And uh, I've had a lot of people help me get to where I am today. So I just want to pay it forward, uh, you know, while I'm in this position because, you know, we're all blessed to be here. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's our right, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. And, uh, you know, I believe that. I love that. And, you know, I don't know if you saw recently, but there was a soccer player that had basically came to LeBron and basically told him to shut up and dribble. It's Latin? It's Latin? Yeah, Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, and, but in 2016, before even all of this 2020 stuff happened, you had actually already taken a stand. Mm-hmm. Can you just talk about what made you want to be vocal about that back in 2016, before all the 2020 stuff happened? Yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, uh, it was just something on my heart. I was, I was, uh, you know, upset. I didn't think that, uh, you know, it was the right thing to do. I thought, um, you know, I was just taking a stand and just, you know, doing, you know, I seen Cap do it earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, I'll, I'll definitely kneel in if Donald Trump wins uh, the presidency as a you know, way to peacefully protest and try to bring awareness to it. Uh, you know, I did it for one game. Uh, and honestly, if, if I wasn't in a team sport, I probably would have did it longer. Uh, but, you know, it, you know, I did what I did. And I also did it again uh, in the season after one time uh, just to, you know, help raise awareness again. And I like that because you talk about raising awareness 
you're half black, half white. So you mm -hmm. understand just the different dynamics that go into things. You also were a part of the more than a vote team. How did that mm -hmm. become about like, what was your efforts with more than a vote? As you know, I'm with, I yeah. also yeah. work with more than a vote. So just talk about that. That was a 2020 thing, you know, and, and getting into that. I mean, it, it was obviously very important as well. Uh, you know, in this election, I feel, um, you know, somebody from the Bucks uh, organization asked if I, you know, wanted to be a part of it because they know I, I love to give back and help, you know, the minority groups. And, uh, you know, it was it was a, a easy, it was an easy uh, yes, because, you know, people like you, uh, well, Kevin Hart was on there. A lot of people was, was on that team. Right. Uh, Carlton Davis, a guy from my team, was on there. So, you know, it was easy to be a part of and you know, try to help make a change. Yeah, so what do you think about like the climate of right now, like looking back on 2020, if you had to describe like 2020 in a sentence and then like, what, how would you describe it? Because like 2020 wasn't bad for everyone, you know, yeah. some good came out of 2020 because, you know, we had an election in November, but just, if you just had to sum up 2020 and what you took from it, what would that be? I mean, it was obviously one of the worst years, you know, I've ever seen, um, yeah. you know, a lot of, you know, great figures, you know, dying uh, that people look yeah. up to were passing away. And that was very hurtful um, for a lot of people. Uh, COVID, yeah, obviously. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah Kobe, uh, you know, Chadwick Boseman, you know, a lot of oh. a lot of a lot of icons passed. And it was a tough year in that aspect. And then you throw COVID in the mix and then just, uh, you know, people can't see their families. People can't leave the house. You know, people are dying. Uh, you know, it was a terrible, terrible year, but, you know, you can't, you can't just sit back and, um, you know, just be hateful and, and you know, be mad at the world. You got to just keep on going and uh, find that positive, positive light uh, because life goes on and you just got to, you know, find a way to just make, a, make it positive. I like that. And you, sp you spoke about positive light. And I saw after your championship game, you were literally giving away everything, like, everything i couldn't believe it because me i you see i like to hoard my stuff i got the yeah. bottles up there I got, and you were like Wheaties box. yeah i keep it all I but i saw you were giving stuff away like what made you just want to be like you know what i'm gonna just give it out let everyone else enjoy it um i was just happy you know just in the moment <laughs> uh you know i saw a bucks fan up there and i you know i just threw the helmet away uh threw my cleats away so you know it's just I, I like memorabilia, but not not to that extent. Like most that's people, like crazy. like like you. But I kept my jersey though. So okay, good. so at least got you the kept patch, the jersey. Super Bowl patch. Because that's what I was gonna ask. Like, I know you didn't give away your jersey, uh, Mike. Like, come on. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to ask you too. I like to ask athletes this sometimes. Why number thirteen? Well, I just it just happened. I got lucky. You know, in college, in high school, my football number was number five. And when I got to okay. Texas A&M, they assigned me 82 because five was taken and they just gave me 82. So my first year, I registered that I was 82. And the guy coming back again, he was he was about to be a senior. So he was a junior and then he was about to be a senior. Uh, my registered freshman year, I wanted five, but I couldn't get it. So 13 was available or 82. So I chose 13. I thought it looked a little bit better. And then uh, and I kept it ever since. Yeah, because athletes were very particular. Like, I feel like this is my year. It's 2021. This is my year. I'm number 21. So I'm like, can't nobody <laughs> tell me nothing. This is my year. And speaking of years, so you had an amazing year. I, I, like, have you seen, do you know what your Madden rating is? 
I don't. I know it was it was in the nineties. I don't know what it is now. Yeah, because I like to ask athletes about their Madden rating. So are you like comfortable? I mean, in the nineties, you don't really have much to be mad at. Do you like your <laughs> Madden rating? Like, are you feeling your Madden rating or what? I'm not. I always think I should be yeah. higher. I always think I should be higher, but every athlete says that is so funny. Yeah, you got to be higher. So I, what's I your skill sets? Higher. Like, tell me, like Madden style. You know how they have the lines. So what do you specialize in, Mike? I mean, honestly, I, I can do it all. I'm a, you know, I got range. Uh, I can catch, catching traffic. They got that on Madden. Spectacular catch. Mm -hmm. um, toughness. That should be, you know, a hundred overall. Speed. <laughs> they. They realize Madden's realizing I'm a little bit faster than they thought I was. So they're, they're kind of respecting me a little bit more on the speed, but I should be about a 93, 94 speed. I like that. Um, yeah. Okay. So are you a gamer? I mean, you got the yeah. gamer headphones on right now. So I'm, yeah, like, I'm a gamer. You, you felt like a gamer talk. So what games do you like to play in your free time? I love playing Fortnite. Oh, no. I love, I love that game. Are you good though? Like, cause people I'm, love to play. Are I can play. I'm I'm solid. I'm a solid player. You know, I can I can hold my own. Okay, because like I think like I, there's a lot of a group of people that play, and so I'm thinking about having like mm. a Fortnite tournament and seeing like who who can put up and who can play. So I might have to. I hit can you play. I'd I'd be in it if I'm available. Yeah. I'm playing. Yeah, definitely. That's slick. Cause I think I'm about to have a celebrity one. So that's dope that you play. Do you play any other games? Uh, I play Call of Duty Warzone and NBA okay. 2K. Bomb. Yes, let's go. All right, perfect. So it, hypothetically, because you used to be a ball, like, well, I mean, you still probably play basketball every now and then. Every but now and again. Every now and then? I slowed down a little bit. You know, my, oh. my contract got a little bigger and, you know, I had to, <laughs> had to slow lock down. In. Yeah. Lock in. Because <laughs> I was going to say, do you still hoop? But what kind of player were you, like, basketball-wise? Were you a slasher, a shooter? I know you had some size, but, like, what position yeah. were you? I was recruited to play the the one through three. You know, some, you know, smaller schools wanted me to play the four. Um, I I could get rebounds. You know, I could bang in there, and I'm, you know, I'm physical. Yeah. But I didn't want to be a big. You know, I felt like I was more of a guard. Uh, yeah. You know, I could pass, play defense, uh, one through four. Uh, high IQ. I, I was a solid two-way player. I like that. I was a solid two-way like player. So no regrets on going the football route then, I guess, obviously seeing well, all now, the Well, no, you know, obviously not. You know, obviously not. You know, I went yeah. to college at Texas A&M to play football. If I would have played basketball, I would have went to Texas. So I would have missed the opportunity hey. on, you know what I'm saying, uh, meeting my wife at Texas A&M, you know, playing That's with Johnny Football, meeting all my great friends that I've met. So I don't oh, regret it. Okay, so I love to ask people about their spouse. How did you guys meet? Like, how what happened? So y'all are college sweethearts. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, her her uh, best friend was talking to my roommate, and so they they came over to the house one time, and then I, I met her, and right off the bat I knew she was she was so cool, down to earth. Yeah. Uh, we were just having fun, you know. She was beautiful, uh, but at the time, you know, we were she was in a relationship with her high school uh, boyfriend, and I was in a relationship with my my baby mom, and uh, oh. you know she was just always around, and we were just always you know just very compatible and had a good time together, so. 
So it just worked I love out. That. And this is the thing that people, if there's young kids that watch a lot of the, these shows and they're probably going to be like, oh, they met in person because now like I have a 13 <laughs> year old and it's like meeting in person is almost like old school in a sense. So you guys yeah. actually met in person. So for the kids that don't know, there's things other than apps that you can find to, to date people. Absolutely. But talk about being a dad. You know, like, I mean, you were a dad at a young age and how did that mature you if, and, and sculpt you? It definitely matured me and, uh, you know, it made me more patient. Uh, yeah. It's somebody else that I, I have to provide for. And I, yeah. that's your kid. You know, you got to you know, give them the best, uh, show them the right way. And, uh, you know, they're definitely shaping the man that I, I've become. And, uh, you know, I love being a pops. It's, a, it's the greatest feeling in the world. I agree. I agree. Oh, Mike, I thank you for hopping on here. I know that people are going to be going crazy. You are the Super Bowl. I don't even know what number. I should probably 55? know. What? 55? I just, I just got a tattooed on my chest, too. It hurts. You are tatted up. Does there is any more space? So you really got it tatted. I thought you said something about that after the game, too, all right? Like, you were talking with your teammates yeah, or something. Yeah, I just got it tatted like, on my chest. It hurt. It ain't done yet, but it's almost done. It's pretty much done. We can't see it, or is it like, can you reveal no, I can see it. Or... Let's see. Let's see. Let me see, because Let's I see. actually thought ah. you were talking to people about it. Oh, Shit. snap. You really there got go. it done. Is it still sore? It hurt. Oh, it ain't too bad, but it was hurting last night. That's why I couldn't finish. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it was just last night. It was last night, yeah. It's wild because I actually saw the video of you saying, yo, we getting tatted or what? Like, you was kind of like, you yeah. was rolling. I love that. But, Mike, I thank you so much for hopping on here right quick with me on Remotely Renee. No problem. Thanks for having me. It is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.